listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Yay! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode 34. We are back. Unfortunately, not a... It is a full episode, but unfortunately not a full cast episode. Uh, back to the original three? Back, back to the big three, but uh, Caitlin will be joining us next week. She hated this movie uh, that we're doing <laughs> this week anyway, so she had to, she had to return some videotapes, so uh, we're doing it without <laughs> She's well day-to-day, done. like we all are. Yeah, um, we're day She's we're on, on the I.L. She's, she'll be back. She'll be back next week. Uh, that way you'll have a, some, I guess, better opinions on some things. Some more worse educated opinions. opinions. Yeah, more, more educated opinions on some things next week when she returns. So look forward to that. We'll also probably have a guest next week. Uh, we don't know what movie we're doing. But, um, yeah, for personal reasons, Caitlin is uh, – she'll be – she's on the I.L. tonight, but she'll be back next week. We miss you. Please don't go. Um, the movie we are doing this week, like I said, is one she hated, but I'm assuming we all love, which is news to me. I didn't know a lot of people. I didn't know really anybody hated this movie. Training Day. It's so good. It, it's so it's good. So good. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's very. When you said today in the group message, Jake, that you were like, I don't like this movie. I was like, What? You don't like this movie? <laughs> Did I say that? I don't know. You Before said something like that. Probably. Uh, no, I love this movie. Well, no. Love is, is strong. I do. I, I like this enjoy, movie a lot. Enjoy this yeah. movie. I we enjoy should, this movie. We should I think know. I said I, I don't like it because it's one of those movies that I love watching, but then afterwards I'm like, I'm okay with not watching this again for another six to one full, mo- full year. Six months to one full year. You don't feel good watching you this don't. movie. You <laughs> don't. Especially not now. In no. this climate. Mm. In in this no. economy. No. No, 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 no. Not in this economy. Um, but we should note for the listeners of this podcast, not the watchers, uh, Jake with a uh, great background, uh, when <laughs> Alonzo stops literally in the middle of traffic and points a gun at Ethan Hawk's head. You gotta smoke the PCP man. Uh oh, I said training day sucks because Dex told me we're talking about Terminator two and I was like, That's oh, right. Yeah. Terminator is way better. Right. Just factual. Yes, but Terminator 2 also doesn't have Denzel. That's true. So Can you imagine? Oh my god. Yeah, it's as, the ter- as the Terminator. Or uh whatever that actor who played the liquid Terminator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, Denzel. <laughs> Just keep Yeah, there's a back. lot of subtext to that then. Right. The um yeah, so training day we'll we'll get into it here in a second. But other than that, how are we all doing? Uh sports are back on, so that's literally all I'm doing. 
first major in golf today or today this week pga championship hey a cool nba though <laughs> <laughs> and MLB, how about them houston the, rockets there we go um yeah mlb's i mean that's gonna get canceled but the, <laughs> that sucks because <laughs> i love baseball but like when golf has a better strategy than you I mean, to be fair, golf strategy is not strong, but they're they're holding it together. Well, golf's pretty simple. It's just like, well, it's a socially distant sport by itself. That's true. But man, baseball, you couldn't have done worse. Yeah, they've just immediately had multiple teams with like 13 people getting covid. Yeah. Just just shut it down. It's like the Cardinals You've been back for win. a week. Yeah, it's like the Cardinals went to a to a casino. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, I went to a casino, but that's before we knew what all happened with COVID. Like, that was, I was in like what April? <laughs> yeah, that was no, that was in March, maybe. Like, now we know. Ugh. I feel like, gross for going in March. Millions of dollars are on the line at this point, and you're yeah. just gonna throw it all away. Uh, I mean, shout out Lou Williams going to a strip club. That's a different, this is a different podcast, but like sports are back. So that's what I, oh, also watching Indian, uh, Indian matchmaking. It shows riveting. I need to get Fantastic in on that. Fantastic television. I need to get in on that. You know, we were talking like all. scratch both the itch of Netflix reality TV plus like 90 Day Fiance for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were, Dex and I were both talking all last episode about, uh, oh man, haven't, haven't seen that one. haven't seen that show. I hear that show's good. <laughs> and, but, uh, you know why we haven't watched those shows? Because Indian matchmaking <laughs> exists. Yep. We'll just watch whatever trash reality show Netflix puts out. You know, maybe it'll get Emmy nominated. Like Love is Blind. So. Shout out. <laughs> Did you know Shout that, Jake? Hmm? Love is Blind. Emmy nominated Love is Blind. Is it seriously? Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Yeah, great television. Uh, great um, television. Once again, when, fuck you. Was her name Jessica? Yes. Jessica. Yes. <laughs> You're still trash. <laughs> Gave your dog wine. Um, the, oh there, was one, there was one scene I laughed out loud, though, in Indian matchmaking. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about, which a lot of people on Twitter and I think a lot of our followers probably have seen it. There is a woman from Houston and the editing of this show does her no favors whatsoever, but she has the highest standards I think of any, of any person that I've ever seen. And she goes, ah, I can't wait to meet this guy again. It's in the third episode. She goes, I can't wait to meet this guy again after she's turned down uh, a date she can't decide on who she wants to like go on dates with or whatever she goes oh i can't wait to i think we clicked i i mean i think i, I really can't wait to meet this guy again and the next shot is the dude packing his bags to go back home and it's <laughs> incredible Jackson. it's it's brilliant and he just goes nah <laughs> i died and then you get to see him on a date with like the woman the on the show that everybody likes yeah <laughs> instead of the one that everyone hates it's Fantastic television. Everyone should watch it. Indian matchmaking. But training day. But training day. Uh, Shout out. (laughs) Speaking of matchmaking, a match made in heaven, Ethan Hawke. Denzel Washington. Uh, Training day came out in 2001, which, man, does not feel like that long ago. 2001, 
Uh, it is two hours and two minutes long. It is uh, rated R, just in case you didn't know. It has a 7.7 on IMDb. A rookie cop spends his first day as a Los Angeles narcotics officer with a rogue detective who isn't what he appears to be. Uh, direct, <laughs> direct, yeah. What you, you think? Uh, directed by Antoine Fuqua, uh, writer David Ayer, who, uh, who made him the king of Los Angeles uh, detective movies. I don't know, but uh, there he is. Uh, stars Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Scott Glenn, it with an incredible performance. Tom Berenger, Harris Eulin, um, Cliff Curtis playing a um, Hispanic man, <laughs> um, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, uh, and Eva Mendez looking just great, just just incredible, fantastic, just well, just well done, well done, incredible work out of her. Yeah, um, yeah. So this. Uh, this made a lot of money at the box office off the back of Denzel, probably. Uh, budget $45 million, made $104 million worldwide. Um, of course, it was probably re-released a couple times, but it, it won one Oscar for Denzel. Uh, it was both nominated for he and Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, Best Supporting Actor. Denzel didn't win the Golden Globe, though, but he won that Oscar. I think it was the same night that Halle Berry won for Monster as well, or Monster's Ball as well. Um, the end, uh, well, for Rotten Tomatoes, 72% uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, 89% audience score, uh, the consensus. The ending may be less satisfying, but Denzel Washington reminds us why he's such a great actor in this taunt and brutal police drama. I like the ending, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. Guys, Dex, <laughs> you, uh, you suggested this movie. You go first. What do you feel? How does it rate? How does it compare to other Denzel projects? Go ahead. Yeah, so this is a movie that I've always, like, been aware of, but I've never actually, like, watched all the way through. I felt like I had Incredible. seen pretty much every part of it before, you know, actually watching it all together in order for the first time this weekend. Um, but, yeah, man, it's it's just so good. It's so fun to watch um, play an insane person. Um, Ethan Hawke is fun to watch unravel and re-ravel himself um, the plot it's not the, the greatest plot in the world but like it keeps you guessing, keeps you interested um, you can kind of see what's coming in some spots but like it's a fun ride um, I, yeah, I just really like this movie man uh, like I said not not the greatest movie in the world but like it's a fun way to spend two hours I give it a solid B plus. Jake, go ahead. Um, this is what we said earlier this, uh, in this episode. Like, I, I, I love this film. I don't think I saw it until college. And I think the first time I, like, sat down and watched it, one, I was very excited because Ethan Hawke's character is, is named Jake. So thank you, writers. There needs to be more Jakes in the world. Um, Every two, white dude is named Jake. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> in every movie, it's like Jake or Dan, Bill. Isn't the Avatar guy Jake? It's yeah, literally Jake, Jake Sully. Sully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need more Jakes. It's not enough. It's like the seventh most common name in the world. Um, <laughs> fuck off, Royden. 
Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, don't worry. My first name's Ben. It's not like I'm not Wait, I'm right there with you. Your first name's Ben? Yeah. This is new information for me. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. But, <laughs> you're, you're Benjamin Royden Ogletree? No, just Ben. Oh. Ben, say like, ben Royden. Santa Claus, where you're a bitch. <laughs> ben Royden <laughs> Ogletree, the fourth. The fourth. I'm the third. Well done. Um, Gang. Gang. Um, <laughs> shit, where was I? Oh, this is Denzel coming off of Remember the Titans, which is like the movie that... Way different. Yeah, this is... Remember the Titans is the movie that solves racism. And then yeah. um, one year later, <laughs> racism is back on the table and Denzel is the head <laughs> of it. It's... I mean, he is every scene. He is, he is dominating it. And Ethan Hawke, for what it is, is... is going shot for shot for most of it like he's holding his own against a powerhouse performance from Denzel so it's incredible um as to the plot it is it's rough but then again this is when it was oh one so we're coming out of like OJ and the Rodney King riots and you know we're this is a movie taking place in LA so it really is kind of telling a little bit of American history from like a flipped coin perspective of like well shit the cops are really fucking terrible. And then I think the LA narcotics team like was found to be corrupt, like a couple of years after this came out. So this was more or less, I think this was more or less, let me look this up, continue. I bet I think this was more or less based around a real person. Like Alonzo Harris character is more or less based around a a real person. Go ahead. Sorry. I'll look. Um, So yeah, the plot gets rough, but I will say David Ayers is, is going hard on this. Like, this is a great movie, honestly, to, like, if you had a day of it, like, watch Clint Eastwood's Dirty Harry, where it's, you know, the rough and tumble cop that's going outside the law, but he is the right guy. And then you get Alonzo Harris, who's the rough and tumble cop going outside the law, and he's also the worst villain in all of movie history. <laughs> it's good. Like, this is... This is a great film, and Denzel's Alonzo is the scariest thing I've ever seen on TV. I said today, like, I'd rather go against Omar from The Wire than, like, even lock eyes with Alonzo, because Alonzo will kill me multiple times just for fun. Uh, do you have a letter grade? Oh, it's an A. Strong A. a okay. Plus. A. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was based off of, uh, according to Lad Bible, the reputable source Lad Bible, uh, it was the first website I c- uh, clicked on. It was um, based on a man named Rafael Perez, uh, who was the head of the uh, crash division for the LAPD. Um, yeah. He was arrested in the 90s. He was eventually let go in, in 2001. So this is sort of based okay. around... So that, that, that happened. Very before. loosely based around a guy that was like, not doing good things in the LAPD. <laughs> doing notably bad things. Is he things. hooking up with Eva Mendez? That's all that matters. Who's to say? But the Who's to uh, say? yeah, I, I I'm somewhere in between both of y'all. I, I think this is an A minus for me. Maybe a I don't know because like the the sum of Denzel and Ethan Hawke's performance really outweigh sort of how this movie is written and mm-hmm. the how if the if this wasn't Denzel delivering the lines and I took this note down and we'll get into those again here in a second. But if this wasn't Denzel delivering the lines it would almost be corny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Like, if you don't have Denzel swagger, and if you don't have that, you know, every comedian jokes about the walk and the look and the, you know, just like 
the way that he speaks and his cadence. If you don't have that, then it's just no. Then it's just another yeah. Like if this is all in one day comedy, even if this is like somebody like Al Pacino even delivering those lines, like you got a dick <laughs> between <laughs> between that dick is wallets, pay the bill, <laughs> and whoa, and you just be like ah. Then you just get heat, but yeah, worse. exactly. So, like the way this is written, some of the lines, of course, like it, it, he intentionally repeats himself throughout the movie, but he still sells it every single time that he's talking, and every single time, and 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 Ethan Hawke to play the sort of nuanced straight man in this and react off of somebody who literally has to be so intimidating when you're acting next to. Like this is Denzel Washington, you know what I mean? Then like Ethan Hawke's no slouch. He had been in a bunch of movies before that, but this is where, at least I was like, oh, Ethan Hawke's got it. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, and of course Antoine Fuqua doesn't ever pull punches in any of his movies. Sometimes it's for the worst, but like this one, I think this is probably one of his. It is one of his better films. Is this uh, Ethan Hawke coming off of Gattaca? Because that would be an incredible turnaround. Probably. Somewhere around that. Oh, uh, God, I forget that. Yeah, guy was ninety-seven, so he had there, there's a little space there. Yeah, so he didn't really do much between those though. Married to Uma Thurman. That's what he was doing. Uh, true. Had Maya Hawk. Um, yeah. So, like, I think it's and it's really is. It says something about the movie that you do forget literally even though it's called training day that this only takes place over 24 hours mm-hmm. absolutely insane yeah <laughs> like to do that in the scale of a movie how much goes on in this movie you kind of get lost and it is sort of a i don't know, like using this but a tour de force if you will and it just doesn't stop once you meet denzel on screen no it's kinetic as hell yeah and they're just the, it's just a just an energy to it that uh, um yeah i don't think you get that is very replicated very much and now has denzel done this character after this maybe but especially with this frank harris character a little bit but like but this was the first time that i think a lot of people saw denzel play this type of person Mm-hmm. and i think it shook people back then and i think it stood withstood the test of time and has been copied very much by a lot oh, of yeah. people since oh, uh, sure. yeah so yeah i give this i'll give this an a minus like i think this is this is an a minus for me specifically based off the performances um not counting the the bit players but uh <laughs> we'll get into that here in a little bit do y'all have any notes that you want to start off with i got a few as always. Can you lay Swede with PCP? Probably. All right. That's all I have. I wouldn't know from experience, but <laughs> sounds possible. Do you just do you... sprinkle a little? Right. What a dickhead. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like... <laughs> that, that is incredible because because he stops in the middle of an intersection and is just like smoking and Ethan and points a gun at his head. And mm-hmm. then Ethan Hawk's like, he doesn't want to do it. And then Ethan Hawk's like, 
after all that okay. is still like okay fine <laughs> what's weird is is then like after he does it and then uh alonzo's like you know if you hesitated on the streets you'd have been yeah. dead you have to do that and part of you is like no that makes sense like yeah no i'm i'm with you alonzo which is so insane for i mean it, it's it's a testament to denzel but it's so insane for an audience member to be like yeah, no, it was actually good that Ethan Hawke smoked the PCP weed. He, he needed to learn that. This guy's That's making a lot of sense. was my favorite part He's of making- watching Denzel's performance. Because, like, there are a few times when Jake is like, I'm out, this is bullshit, I'm done. And then Denzel reels him right back in, and you're like, I mean, I can understand how you would fall for some of this. Like, yeah, basically, until you get to the bathtub, everything Alonzo does, you're like, well, he's actually got some points here. He kills a guy, and you're still just like, he still <laughs> gets in the car. Yeah, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Like, like spoiler I mean, alert for people who haven't seen this movie. Um, I mean, whomst among us hasn't had that manager that you're like, you're you're a tremendous douchebag, but I need this job. So whatever you say, man. I guess. I want to make detective. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah, but it's it is sort of interesting because after that, and we'll get to we'll do all of the scenes and stuff. But he. <laughs> Denzel's that douchebag that you met in in high school that when you do something and like people are laughing at you and you're like you told me to he's like nah I didn't tell you to do that you're an adult (laughs) like like, yeah I didn't make you do that it's like you pointed a gun at his head my favorite part about that is that they're just in a regular car in regular clothes in the middle of the street and like nobody's reacting to this guy pulling, stopping in the middle of the intersection. Well, the guy's honking. The guy's honking at him and he goes, you shut the <laughs> And the guy, that, that was a funny shot because he cuts to him. He's like, okay, you know what? So apparently when those came out, a lot of critics were like, this makes no fucking sense. Like, what cop is about to do hard drugs to prove that he isn't a cop? But David Ayer responded by holding up LAPD's rules and regulations in which it says that if you're undercover, it's okay to use narcotics. So that's actually yeah. based on somewhat real-life truth. It's the whole premise of uh, True Detect, the first season of True Detective, pretty much. That's, uh... uh Ooh, True Detective with Denzel. Let's make this shit happen. Yeah. Season four, bring it back. I mean, they did my question I want to ask before we get into notes. What movie is more anxiety inducing? Training Day or Uncut Gems? Uncut Gems for me, but that's probably because I've seen Training Day so many times. Fair. Uh, I'm going to go. God, they both are kinetic in very different ways. I think it's Training Day, at least you know. Like, the worst outcome here is Alonzo shoots Jake and. That's mm-hmm. it. Like it's just another day in LA. You don't know what comes next in uncut gems. Like every scene is a new like schizophrenic snapshot into this guy's life. Yeah. What do you think? I, I would probably say uncut gems because like there was no like that scene where uh like his wife is like taking out the trash or whatever and it's just like silent. I was oh, shook. Yeah, I was like great. terrified that she and then was about to get happened. Got. And then nothing happened. And there's no, there's nothing like that in training day, but you just never know where it's about to go until like towards the end, you can kind of see some stuff coming, but like in the buildup to like the final fight, you have no idea what's coming next. So I think it's. Listen to our uncut gym episode. On par. Yeah. Stream our, uh, stream our uncut gyms episode, but also if you haven't seen. Episode four or five. Yeah. Jeez. But if you haven't seen, uh, 
if you have seen Uncut Gems, stream Good Time. It's by the Safety Brothers as well. Also the same. So if you like having panic attacks, go watch that. Um, let's see. So, so go ahead. Before we go into scenes, I I, I have two notes. Yeah. Go Originally, ahead. Tommy McGuire was approached, <laughs> Jake, but was. Oh. But was turned out. I think there was originally some like scheduling conflicts with Ethan Ethan Hawke and Fuqua was like, "Fine, we'll just go to Tobey Maguire, who was on the up and up." But then Ethan Hawke came back and they kicked Toby to the curb. Um, the only uh, Spider Man, right? Two thousand one uh, was Spider Man. So I mean, yeah, I don't think so, Spider Man had come out. Well, maybe it had because this came yeah. out in October. Doesn't matter. Continue, Jake. The only other. <laughs> Casting what if I found is Eminem was offered to play Jake Hoyt. It oh actually accepted briefly, but then turned it down so he could do Eight Mile. Well, good not decision a out of him. Yeah, <laughs> not like a terrible decision, but I'm trying to imagine uh, like an. This understand- movie would be wild. Denzel versus oh, Eminem. Sorry, Spider Man came out in 2002. You're right. Yeah, so yeah. this is but- right before the come up. Just, a, just, I'm trying to, like, I mean, I guess 8 Mile is an understated Eminem until the very end, but, like, can you imagine just an aggressive Denzel and an equally, equally as, as aggressive Eminem? The, Eminem turning down the, the PCP weed, I've been like, no, this makes no sense. You, yeah, you would definitely would take that. Shit. Like, he would have immediately been, like, looked at Alonzo, but, like, oh, you owe the Russians a million dollars? Me too, man, let's go. They would have to play Guess Who's Back when uh <laughs> when he shows up in the in the projects at the very end of the movie Hell guess yeah. who's back 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 again <laughs> all right let's, that's all boss four tours and four boards was it four tours and four boards <laughs> bapkins <laughs> oh jesus um let's see man uh all right so i never remember the beginning of this movie i have always come into this movie on tnt about halfway through (laughs) yeah Yeah. i don't know what yeah the coffee shop is i mean it's introducing alonzo as like he might be the smartest person in the room. Like he's clearly playing a different game, but it's completely forgettable at the same time. Denzel is like that hotep uncle that all black people have. <laughs> it's like, you're really smart, but you just take things a little too far. And so you sound crazy. It's <laughs> like, you have these great ideas about like liberation, but you want to murder everybody to get there. Like that's Denzel in this movie. And I think like that opening scene in the restaurant like sets that up. That's some really like I don't I had totally had forgotten that they established like Ethan Hawke's family. I, I didn't even realize you saw his wife in this. I thought he just talked to like I don't know, but um, but yeah, the will you let me read my paper? And it's just like damn, all right, my bad. You entertain me with your bullshit. <laughs> uh let's see but i just did write i was like it's aggressive from this overly aggressive from the jump yeah uh i got a wife you got a dick (laughs) 
<laughs> got a wife. You got to Did you have a lick her license? Was she a <laughs> <laughs> like damn uh as you say the um this is where the movie this is where impressions of denzel came from though this movie i feel uh, like is where impressions of denzel came from yeah yeah this is what everybody thinks of whenever they think of denzel's acting like this delivery this cadence even like with i mean his other who, Oscar nominated roles like fences like this is still the cadence and things you think of Mm-hmm. Whom's Among Us hasn't said King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Like, right. most yeah. people probably don't even know that it's coming from this movie, but you know that line. Made it up on the spot. Uh, let's see. But Hawk does play uncomfortable incredibly well. And he uh-huh. has for a lot of, I mean, for a lot of his career. He did, I mean, of course, famously in uh, Dead Poet Society. But, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it is. It is really, it is really kind of an interesting out of, out, you know, out of skin performance, like uncomfortable in your own skin performance. Um, yeah, it's like, I got a wife, you got a dick, that dick lines up straight on both sides of that dick are pockets, reaching those pockets, pay the bill. Like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> like ow, man. Um, Relax, buddy, take it down a notch. Yeah, geez. It's like 9.30. I haven't even had my coffee, dude. Um, but I guess he had his chance to eat, right? So, it, <laughs> what a great line when they get in that, when they get in the Cadillac. It's a Cadillac, right? They get in the Cadillac and they're just like, he's like, you're in the office, baby. And it's just Dr. Dre starts playing. Still Dre comes on. Yeah. I actually uh, wrote that part down too. You're in the, and it just, just hydraulics go up. All right, we're rolling. Um I did notice about this, and this is something that, like, filming-wise, I did notice that Fuqua does. It's actually very interesting to me, and it helps characterize uh, the uh, Denzel, especially, is it's a lot of close-ups, especially because they're in the car, like, 90, it feels like 90% of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of close-ups of Denzel and Ethan Hawke's face, like, like the picture behind you. But it'll go, it'll cut from Hawk's face reacting to things to Denzel talking. But it's a lot of close-ups specifically of Denzel's eyes from his, like, forehead to his nose. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of that. And I think that really, and it's, like, shadowy and everything all the time. And I think that really, I don't know, kind of expresses the evilness of this guy, I feel like. Because you're, just, I mean, you're, the eyes are the window to the soul. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh I mean, yeah, uh, as somebody who's shot a one-location movie, you have to explore I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, as somebody who has shot a person. (laughs) Someone that has gone a day with a corrupt narcotics officer. uh, No, I've I've, I've actually, I've made a a feature-length film that was, that took place in one location over, I think it was two days is what it, we shot like for two months, but I think the film took place, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, you like you have to make the space interesting, but you can't make people bored in it. And that's what they do. Like you are in the car for so fucking long in this movie and it doesn't you don't feel trapped. Even though you are trapped in there, you don't. Like you feel like it's a whole building happening inside that Cadillac. I, I think it's a Cadillac, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think it's a Cadillac. Um Royden, you mentioned like realizing that Denzel is evil. And yeah, I love how they established that just like immediately after like 
because after the dining scene, you're kind of like, okay, this guy might just be a weirdo. Like, clearly he's crazy. But, like, once they get in the car and he's, like, forcing him to smoke the PCP, he holds the gun to his head. He smokes it and he's like, I ain't know the gun to your head. You're like, oh, yeah. Denzel's <laughs> definitely absolutely evil and insane. And, like, people are going to die. This is going to be great. I'm excited. Oh. Oh, this is a bad person. <laughs> oh, oh no! This is what a villain looks like. Yeah, um, it is kind of funny. They pull over all those, all those uh, teenagers or the college students or whatever, and you know that's uncomfortable and stuff. But he does say, "It's like you, t- you take your hands off the wheel, I'll slap the taste out of your mouth." And it's just like, damn. Um, yeah, but it, it stopped in the middle of an intersection smoking weed. That would just be like, can you imagine going on? He's like, you will not believe what I saw today. Houston traffic, <laughs> middle of <laughs> middle of fifty nine. There was just somebody just like, um, I do hear this. Uh, you know, very just very mean to give that man PCP. Just a very mean thing to do. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine like forcing somebody to smoke PCP in front of me. Like that just seems. Why would you want to do that? Why Why would I participate in this? Well, it comes out later that he, that's why. <laughs> like it's a plan he knows he's planted it on him pretty much but like he's thought of everything he's a criminal mastermind it kind of seems like a sloppy writing but like uh yeah it it is just sort of very dude hasn't smoked weed since college or high school or whatever it was and he's just 12th like grade yeah 12th grade and he's like also pcp <laughs> like those like those right people now. on the Titanic, the, uh, the people on the Titanic set that all got dosed with PCP. It was a man-sized hit he took, man. It's a man-sized hit you took there, dog. Um, the you'd like to get wet. Uh, <laughs> angel dust. Germ. PCP. That's what you took. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did say it's like, you're an adult. I didn't make you take that, bitch. Well, <laughs> you literally held a gun to my head. In the middle of the goddamn street, you're clearly insane. Yeah. Doesn't he actually say, "I ain't like I put a gun to your head"? Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what you did. And he, he he's smiling through it, and you, and it's just his eyes, and you can kind of see him like it it pans down to his mouth, and he's smiling, and he just is like, "That would be horrifying to be," and you just be like, "Oh no!" <laughs> I 100% respect Ethan Hawke's fear about taking a drug test that (laughs) not that he's about to go on a pcp trip his main concern is that he's gonna fail a drug test who's tested my mom's gonna come and find just like just like so worried about the you're worried about the wrong thing right now man (laughs) how about getting through the day because uh pcp long time long time uh let's see the <laughs> when they go to to well i'm I'm forgetting his name now um the first when they go to his house i don't even remember his name sorry scott glenn he make drug dealer yeah <laughs> uh weirdo mcweirdison um he scott glenn's house he's like he's like where'd you go to high school <laughs> well, roger sorry i tuned out for like two yeah days. roger he's like you know like, Where'd you go to high school? I don't know, weirdo. I don't want to tell you that. And uh, he like, remembers he like played safety or something. Free like, safety, oh. Hollywood. Free safety, Hollywood High, all district. Yeah, how'd you know? I remember all the good players. You're weird. 
<laughs> very weird. It's very weird that you know that dude in his robe at 12 in the afternoon. Like, very strange. Obviously, he was still on PCP at this point, but, like, under normal circumstances, I'm out. This is when I leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're cool with the cop. You know things about high schoolers. And it seems like seems like some uh, some evils afoot. I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, seems like you're selling drugs to kids, which is what he was doing. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, you know, I follow all the good players. That's strange. Strange that you know that. Um, then they, of course, they meet the uh, the crackheads trying to assault a poor woman. Uh, Going back real quick to Roger. Ahead. Did we go back to the snail joke thing, or did that just die right there? I don't know what that means. Yeah, hey, I, do you have any? <laughs> no, I got, I got nothing. That was. I, I don't know if that's maybe it was like an homage to a real life thing. Maybe that's something that's actually like said. I don't know, but no, we never come back to it. You figure that out, you'll figure the streets out. What? Yeah, what a... I, I did not figure that out, and I do not what have a... the streets figured out kind of weird pedophile knowledge are you spitting at me right now man that's just like that is a, I, I i don't get that and it takes so long to develop too for like a line that i don't think a lot of people get i'm sure we can probably find it and somebody's yelling at the car into the car speaker what this means but like yeah. i have no idea i, I mean I'm, I'm sure it's probably just some extended metaphor for like even if you do survive the streets. It doesn't mean you're successful. It means you're making it one day at a time. And that at any point it could end. But dear Lord, that's like 15 minutes leading up to a punchline that goes nowhere. Yeah, it's a better, uh, what is it, Nate than Lever? <laughs> kind of joke. Uh, yeah, what are you looking at? It's not funny. It's not funny. Um, we get the smiles and cries thing. And I was like, hmm. It's all yeah. about smiles. And cries. You got to balance the smiles and the cries. Um, Imagine Matthew McConaughey saying that. It would sound so deep. <laughs> that will be in the next Lincoln commercial for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all about smiles and cries. Smiles and all right, all right, all right. Um, new Lincoln Navigator. <laughs> least one today. <laughs> While I go ice fishing for some reason. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. Then they then they go and you know he's still high on PCP, mind you, and he fights two homeless men. Mm-hmm. Maybe that assisted him. I have no idea. But Denzel just staying it back, smoking a cigarette while this dude's getting his teeth kicked in by two homeless. I mean, men. to be fair, they were raping a girl. No, but Denzel just standing there. Oh yeah, no, he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, Denzel's just like, I want to see if you can win this fight or not, and if you can't, oh well. Yeah, he just no, has the aud- that's what it is. Tell has the audacity to just be like, you got mad squabbles, cowboy. Like, dude. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to that girl for inventing Ariana Grande's whole swag. She had the Ariana Grande ponytail in 2001. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the, um, let's see. Denzel's great in that scene as well, too, because he's just the way that he's antagonizing those, those homeless guys. I mean, obviously, they deserve that they're bad people, but it was just like, they were just like, man, it's just, 
You ever been to the booty house? No, you ever been to the booty house? What did what you tell me? You told me to suck my dick, bitch. That's what you told me? He's just like, no, man. He's like, no, I think that's what you said. I like how are it this is pretty early on in the movie but you're already at the point where you're like is denzel about to castrate this man like, right in this movie like is this really about to happen because it might is he about to he's about to stab a homeless man like is he <laughs> <laughs> well, no but in <laughs> left nut or right nut and then he just hits him with the but that jesus uh that 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 was crazy. And then he just, then the line, damn, I'm thirsty. It's just like, <laughs> he's been, he's been drinking all day. Yeah. Ooh. What, what a performance, man. Just every, everything that Denzel Washington says in this movie is like YouTube clip worthy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's just good, man. Like, it's one of those you know it when you see it really good acting kind of performances yeah and then he does have a point about ethan hawk needs some hand sanitizer by the way after that um <laughs> neither here nor there those those Big dudes of us yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i wrote that down i didn't want to be mean but like it's a movie who cares like those guys have covid um the uh he does kind of have a point because he's like, even though how evil he was to those guys who were obviously doing a bad thing, but also needed help in their own way, you know, they're sick, but like, he kind of has a point about street justice, like a little bit, like, like they need to go to jail, but like, what's that? I mean, what's it going to solve? He said, they'll be dead anyway. You know, it's kind of like, it's a bad point, but it's also like, (laughs) Like, it's a very well, mean had- and rude point, but it's also just, like, you kind of, I get it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Everything he says, while well, after doing the shadiest and worst shit, you're like, this guy's got points. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I don't want it to be that way, but he's right. It, it kind of is that way. Like, because they're also bad people. So it's just kind of yeah. like, you, know, like, you got to balance how your, how your normal brain thinks with how like your lizard brain. I mean, the whole like to protect the sheep you, from the wolves, you got to be a wolf. You're like, fuck, yeah, yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, you can't just be a big ass sheep. <laughs> you got to be a wolf. <laughs> big ass sheep protecting little sheep. Uh. I do. Uh, I did notice how they did write down, though, uh, the chokehold was a no-no in 2001. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Relevant. Who would have thought they put that in the movie? That is a line that Denzel said. He's like, like that chokehold. Knew that was a no-no. He's like, I was getting my ass kicked. Like, hmm. Like, just, just, mm, am- just, mm, just, mm. Amazing acting. Because, like, they're talking in the car. And like we said, you're like, Denzel kind of has a point. I understand why Ethan Hawke is now ho- howling like a wolf in this car like i can can see the motivation here i can see the flip oh be a wolf and he's just like yeah denzel's telling you to be a wolf like oh how i'm a goddamn wolf yeah if you're a bird i'm a bird denzel um (laughs) i don't like this crossover i like this crossover. no the um (laughs) so snoop dogg in a wheelchair what did his, his agent have to pitch to him to be like snoop I got this role. 
Probably a check for a quarter million dollars. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or maybe it was just extremely high with Anton Fuqua. And he was like, so I'm doing this movie. You can be in it. But what if you're in a wheelchair? <laughs> Snoop would You'll just win like, an hell o- yeah, dog. You'll win an Oscar. <laughs> like, uh, which he was really good. Like, I like Snoop in this, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that I won't go. Is that Snoop Dogg in a wheelchair? Yep. Yeah, one hundred percent. Immediately, like that, that Snoop Dogg, and he's in a wheelchair, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that was everyone's reaction in 2001 too. Exactly. It's, it smells like bacon here. <laughs> like, but he's, Snoop is really good, and he and and he swallowed a lot of crack, man. It was a lot of that was a lot of crack he swallowed. Um. Yeah, that was just so much crack i can't get over that and then it's like the way he's intimidating him and he's like 10 years 20 years every bullet is like 10 years or whatever it is and the way he gets that from him and shoving the pin down his throat and everything you're like it's like dude what if you were wrong (laughs) yeah you just made a dude throw up for no reason he he didn't have any crack you were just a guy in a wheelchair just chilling on the lot like yeah did you once consider that then you just harass the dude in the wheelchair. <laughs> um, you're just an asshole. I did say Carrie Cruz's big ass just clapping at pigeons is kind of funny. <laughs> he was just to have the biggest guy in the whole film be the guy that's like shooing the pigeons. Kind of funny. Terry, Terry Cruz, what an interesting, interesting career. Mm, the way he got that what a confused man yeah uh, we don't have to talk about terry cruz the person but the way he got that uh, job though and the way he broke into hollywood of course he was a football player but like he was a security guard on the film and antoine fuqua was just like you'd be great in this keep coming back (laughs) and he did yeah um Eva Mendez, holy God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anyway. The little kid is uh, bad at fake sleeping. Mm. Not for nothing. Um, <clears throat> this is the one scene that, you know, and uh, of course, like, you, you get a little bit of characterization of Denzel walking into um, into where he lives and of course they say out loud and this wasn't great writing because i mean i guess it establishes the rest like the ending of the movie but you know the one guy going like man i hate that dude (laughs) it's like (laughs) this kind of gives you a little relief as a viewer because you're like oh we have permission to not like him oh yeah yeah it's like all these people are not like just actually (laughs) Mm -hmm. sycophants like just loving this guy yeah i mean does that yeah, because that comes. Oh, yeah, because that's early in the movie when he's like, "I have informants all over, and I help them out." So at first you're like, "Oh, everybody that we meet likes him," right? Or like he's helped him out, and like it's quid pro quo deal. No, 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 they all fucking hate him. They're just scared of him. Yeah, because he's the police. Um, let's see. But then they go to, you know, and you see the, 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 because they have that scene of where he's the big wig, he's walking in, he's the big swinging dick. Like he's walking in and everybody's just kind of like on their toes when he's like, literally like Omar's coming, like, (laughs) you know, yeah. And it just like, they have 
that moment with him even though they don't like him, but then they go to the next scene where he's meeting with the quote unquote three wise men. And then to, to take from, to take from literally the rewatchables. So, uh, I think Scott Ryan was saying like, he's the outsider looking in on these guys, Like this isn't an original thought, but like, he's the one where it's like, he's not in on the joke. He's not necessarily, he wasn't invited to the dinner really. Like he's only there to bribe them to get a warrant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't want him mm-hmm. there. It's kind of an interesting thing because his entire movie, he's the he's the big fish, but then there's somebody higher than him. To yeah. make another wire reference, even though you haven't seen the wire Royden, he's like Stringer Bell, like trying to yeah. like educate himself and move up yes. and all that. And then all the people who are like actually educated and like have already gone clean ish and are like getting big money. I just kind of looking at him like you fucking idiot like get the fuck out of here yeah i mean it is sort of an interesting sort of turn when in that weird story about the dude packing his ass with uh peanut butter was uh <laughs> kind of interesting but uh, you know he goes you know she's a smart lady and then they all laugh at him you know what i mean so it is sort of an interesting look at how it is there's always somebody bigger than you usually like, yeah. unless your name is Jeff Bezos, like, there's somebody, there's another boss. There's always another boss. There's always somebody you got to, there's always going to be somebody you're chasing. And that's sort of, or you got to, somebody you have to pay. And that's kind of interesting how they, they took a, just a brief look at this. Because then it immediately goes back to Denzel's running the show. We're about to go rob Roger. <laughs> um, yeah, Dr. Dre, not a good actor. <laughs> no. Moving oh. back briefly to when they serve the shitty warrant, I gotta say that kid Dimitri is a braver person than I am because just completely unfazed about these two cops breaking into his house and pointing guns. Oh, at him. right, right, right. I totally um, missed that scene. Yeah, I just didn't. Uh, yeah, didn't write it down. But go ahead. That they like they go serve a shit warrant at right. this drug dealer's house or whatever. He's not there. His woman is there with their child and like they bust into the house the woman is like what the fuck are y'all doing here y'all aren't real police and the kid dimitri who's like 10 years old or some shit like that he's just casually walking around like this shit happens all the time there's two strange men pointing guns at him and his mother like telling him to sit down like breaking shit in his house and he's just kind of sitting there straight flipping mattresses over just like y'all can y'all go (laughs) playing nintendo 64 (laughs) man my dad's name is sandman like this kid's been through it the the best part of that scene though is the well two best parts of that scene is when ethan hawk's like hey dimitri pound it and he's just like no (laughs) (laughs) you're pointing a gun at me ethan hawk could have done in that situation yeah, just say like, pound it. No, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> I'm back. My bad. <laughs> um, then and then also when the warrant is literally like a Chinese menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh like, man. Oh yeah, and then the gun scene where Denzel's shooting literally sideways, like not scared of anything. Eighteen people are firing back at him, and he stands up out of the car to fire back. <laughs> Yeah, those guys are the worst, like, defense for a neighborhood I've ever seen. <laughs> Shooting like, into other people's houses. <laughs> there's, like, 20 of them. 
and none of them could land a shot on two people. <laughs> Hit his car a couple of times. <laughs> Waste so many bullets. Um, yeah, so they established the crew or whatever, Denzel's crew, which is only literally in one scene, which I find kind of funny. But these guys, I assume, that are his underlings are also all crooked cops. And You a long way from Starbucks, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dre just, just not not great. Sorry. I don't know if people think he's great in this. He's a billionaire. No. It doesn't matter what we think about Dr. Dre. It doesn't yeah, matter. he's not great in this, but that's a great line. Yeah. Um, I'm like taking that cash from his floor. Even a thousand if I'm, percent. Even if I'm Ethan Hawke, like what are they going to do? Trace it back to me? <laughs> Probably, but like I'm taking it. Yeah. Like whatever. We've already done the crimes. Like the yeah. part I would go to jail for is already done. I can at least have the cash. And try to launder it somehow. Like you just like, <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm not taking it. And they're all just like, okay, pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like that that I'm taking that money. Sorry. I'm maybe well, I'm not a good maybe I'm not a good person. But uh No, nah, but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um it's fine. I, I did like Scott Glenn in this. I thought he was pretty good uh for his limited time even though his lines were weird and he's this weird dude that knows every high school football player in the area um but you know him talking and the way that he interacts with everybody like he's known them for a long time and just like he knows the but he knows the gig like he knows the deal like they start cutting up his floorboards and he's just like ah oh, man <laughs> he's just like <laughs> they're taking away my pension dude um but you know, and then Ethan, the like Alonzo's like shoot him, and he's just no. like bang, you know that sort of, and he's just laughing and smiling along the whole time because he doesn't think it'll happen. I think he was really good. Yeah, yeah, because that's compelling cinema. It's it's the one line that hasn't been crossed yet. Is that right. like Ethan Hawke is mostly okay with everything that's happening because maybe that's just part of the game of being a narcotics officer, but that's just straight up cold blooded murder. Yeah, and the the breed dog scene is very actually very scary. Like it is, he he's like a man. He's another person. He's like no Denzel that I've ever seen before, and I don't think that anybody had seen up to that point. Is like we were saying before, is because they it, they purposely Fuqua's like well you know close the blinds. Ethan Hawke's face you can still kind of see, but from one angle, it's literally just like one and a half eyes of Denzel looking at him like shoot him, and you're just like. What is he gonna shoot him? Is he gonna, <laughs> and then and then he shoots the guy, and he just then he d bends down, he's looking at him in the face, and he's just like, "It's so good, it's such a good lighting." Breathe, dog. Come on, man, do it. Like it's just like, huh. can you imagine yeah. you being shot, and then somebody being like, "You can do better." Like, <laughs> somebody like talking you through shooting you. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I know I just shot you, but I'm going to give you a little coaching, a little life advice. Don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Do better next time. I mean, but then immediately followed with an entire explanation of everybody figuring out what the story is about why he's dead. And they're all happy about it. Call the ambulance. Like, I didn't shoot it. But, but the, the, the turn there, but then there's the turn by Hawk where he's, he, all of a sudden you realize, all right, this guy may have a little bit more balls than you, than you think. And they yeah, sort of, 
yeah, they sort of established that with like, like he's a football player and he's willing to fight people and things like that, mm. like ever so slightly. But then, you know, taking the gun from Denzel is like, there will not be a third time that you point a gun at me. Yeah. Is it's a really good line. And, but that's the one point where you can kind of see Denzel's like, okay, uh, maybe, maybe we need to get rid of this cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need to go to plan B on the white boy. <laughs> yeah. Like getting too big for his britches. I do like how everybody's just like, who shot him? Rookie shot him. <laughs> also, let me just say, if we ever commit a crime together and we got to cover it up mm-hmm. and make it look like it was self-defense, I'm not taking the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are going to have to shoot somebody else to make it look like it was self-defense. Caitlin came in through the door first. She took the first hit. <laughs> that was just like, he's Not just quite. like, a, yeah, he's just like, I need some time off. And then he actually he's like, yeah, man, you shot him. <laughs> it's just like, dude. <laughs> and they're all just like, and Alonzo's so chill. He's like, let me quarterback this thing. All right. He's like, you want to go the, the line? You want to go home? Or you want to go to jail? It's great. But then he's sitting there dying, and he's like, come on, man, ambulance. <laughs> um, let's see. It, it's, it's, it's a great turn from Hawk, but they're having this conversation while he's pointing a gun at him, and they're all pointing guns at the back of this guy's head. But then there's just a dude dying in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just like, if you're that guy, you're just like, all right, maybe I'm done for a while. Yeah, I've... I have enough money. I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm out for a minute. Uh let's see. You know, when when <laughs> I did say well, he's like he cold cocks uh Dr. Dre going out of the uh coming out of the house and like Ethan Hawk just punched a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best moment of his life. Um I wrote down and have just been laughing at reading right now. The shit's chest. It ain't checkers. Checker. That's a great line. Another great <laughs> one-liner. Um, let's see. And then we go to the scene with the, with the Hispanic man for, I don't know. the Yeah. Hispanic man. The Hispanic so, gang members. Yeah. But Cliff Curtis is literally from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> he has a mustache like just a mustache and he's just like i don't even want to do the accent but he's just doing that accent and he's just is like dude you you don't sound like you're you sound like you're from new zealand it's like taika watiti it'd be like if taika watiti was doing a hispanic accent Stephen Adams shaves his head. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine seven foot Stephen Adams just in there? It's like, hey man, you want to play cards? Like, yeah, what? Aren't you Stephen Adams from the Oklahoma? No, no. His name's Brian. Also, the little girl who opens the door in that scene, she looks just like Matilda, and I couldn't not notice it. Uh, nobody's gonna know what I'm talking about. That's an extremely esoteric reference, <laughs> like to this random little girl who opens the door in this one scene of the movie. But she looks exactly like Matilda. Go watch Training Day again, and you'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, Matilda's not esoteric, but the little yeah, girl, the girl, little girl, the little girl opening the door is esoteric. Um, shout out Mara uh, Wilson. Keep trucking, man. It's a quick. Uh, it's a quick little line in this scene. I don't know if I'm. 
if I'm Ethan Hawke, I'm not sitting down playing cards. Nope. No. But it's a quick little line. He's like, he's like, how much uh, you like being a cop? He's like, I should have been a fireman. <laughs> um, I was like, if I if I'm Ethan Hawke, we're not. I'm not going in this house like that. No, nothing, nothing good is coming of this. No, thank you. I've been following like, this wait, dude, wait. and bad things have been happening all day. All day. What is going to happen when I walk into these? <laughs> I guess known <laughs> criminals' houses. <laughs> like, what do we? This man's name is Smiley. Nothing good is going to happen. You don't earn the name Smiley for being a happy person. <laughs> I mean, I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a counterpoint. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or you could just be the happiest person. Yeah, nah, his name was Smiley you, because you, like, he, you cut people's faces open. That's, that's how you get that name. You literally joker <laughs> people. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> You actually have given somebody a Chelsea smile. Um, Buck 50. The no, I'm going to butcher this guy's last name, but he's the, he's the, not the crazy guy that with his shirt off, but the, the other guy playing cards, Noel uh, Googly, Amy Googly Ami is um, he has played the same character a lot, (laughs) but he has made a career out of it. Which one is that? Is that the guy who like plays the big with wh- the gun? Yeah, the white tea guy. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know him from Bruce Almighty. Yeah, exactly. The dude with the monkey that comes out of his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that um, guy is. That guy has played exclusively gang members his whole career. It's incredible, but he's made a career out of it. Um, I mean, probably has a million dollar house looking over the oceanfront out because of gang movies. The. <laughs> the. How convenient would it that it that they find he's like, let me get his wallet, and they find not his wallet, but his cousin's wallet. Like Yeah, con- it's so convenient. Yeah, I was like, I knew this had to come back at some point. Like the cousin It was thing a good checkoff's gun. From the rape scene, but I was like, this is this is stretching <laughs> my disbelief. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like they shoot him in the bathtub and then they're like, oh, he's got my cousin's wallet. That's weird. The, um, but then he's just like, you know, he calls his cousin and of course she picks up the phone too. Yeah. He's like, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk to what's his face? And she's like, no, I want to talk to you. That's weird. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I like how she like lies when she first answers the phone. No, I was and, at like, school all day. He could have stopped right there and been like, okay, yeah, this is some flex shit. We're just gonna kill this guy like we're supposed to. <laughs> but no, he kept pressing. I don't he just wanted to get to the bottom of it. He wanted justice. The fear in Ethan Hawke's face is actually really good in that. Like, cause I would I would I would probably cry if somebody was putting a shotgun to my face. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm tied up, head down in a bathtub. Yeah, there's three large men pointing a shotgun at me. Yeah, I'm crying, and you know, I would cry and probably pee and or poop. Yep, that's right. <laughs> probably I was going. both. Probably both. Probably at the same time. I might even throw yeah. up. I think all things are evacuating at that point. Can't take it with you. It's all coming out. (laughs) Quite, quite literally. I'm going to make this inconvenient for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) 
this bathtub is going to be very hard to clean. If you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to kill me, it's going to be smelling like shit in here for a week. <laughs> um, that, you know, but then they pick him up and he's all damp and stuff. And he's like, you know, this was just business, right? And he's like, dude, <laughs> it was not like, what's Ethan Hawke supposed to say? Like get mad, but like, he has to get out of there, but he's just like, He's like, just yeah. gives everybody a fist bump. Be like, no, no, I get it. I get it. I no, work too. Cool. I got gotcha. you. We all got to pay the bills, you know? I don't know. I still we... don't really understand, like, the, the connection here. So the Hispanic guys were killing him for the Russian guys or for Alonzo? For Denzel. Like, I mean, yeah, they're, they're part Denzel of his. Paid, yeah. Denzel paid them off to kill, uh, to kill Jake because they're going to pin – this whole Russian situation on Jake. All right. He's like, this whole movie is just like an elaborate plan with everybody, all the characters involved to screw over Jake. Like he's not actually meant to get this promotion. They just put him in so they can kill him and get away with this Russian thing. Um, the, <laughs> and then of course he's wet and bloody on an empty bus and you hear him go, and cock a loaded gun and you're just like, <laughs> the bus driver's probably looking at the bag like what it's I'm LA man to die <laughs> okay next stop uh Grubbins Chinese theater uh <laughs> he's like dude the bus fare is like a dollar 75 there's not that to, much cash here <laughs> please do not kill me over this like I I know I was going a little too fast <laughs> can you imagine please, cocking a gun and on an empty bus <laughs> the next shot should have been like the bus driver's eyes in the rear view mirror and going oh shit <laughs> we're just being like oh phew. <laughs> i hate this route <laughs> but asking for a new route for a decade <laughs> um and then of course you know he sneaks in and he goes into the his house and the line it's not what you know it's what you can prove also true true man yeah mm-hmm. you know He's got a point yet again um and of course he flicks the cigarette and everything and and that's that's great like how paranoid is alonzo that he, he keeps so many guns on himself at one time i mean when you owe like what Russian. a million dollars to russians <laughs> yeah, that's true you gotta keep the thing on you and you're a cricket cop you never know when they're coming. And on your ankle. And also. I mean, the dude went to Vegas and just casually killed a Russian man. So this dude has been casual. packing heat wherever he goes. Casual. Um, He's surgical with this shit, dog. That's what I said. You know, I'm <laughs> surgical with this bitch. Um, he's the guy that puts Snoop in the wheelchair. He says that. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he did. That. Very, very passive line, but it's like, it's said in the background. He's like, you know how that guy got in the wheelchair? <laughs> oh, you're an even worse person than I thought. Um, but I did say, Ethan Hawke gets his ass kicked the last 45 minutes of this movie. Oh, beat the shit. <laughs> just, yeah, it's like at some point, dude, just, just quit. You're not, you're not built for this. 
Dude. And the be- his best move that he has, all he's got, the only deck of cards he's playing with is to shoot him in the ass. That's all Ethan Hawke's got. <laughs> Dude, he gets beat with a, like, a chair. Like, he gets, like... It's a WWE It's like a hell in the middle. cell match. He's <laughs> thrown through a window, through a like door. Like a c- couple windows and then tosses him over. I'm surprised he didn't kill him. Like, to, I guess you got to continue the movie, but, like... You're just leaving him dead on the, on the road. Oh, like, I guess he thought he killed broken, him. His lungs are punctured. His back is just destroyed. Like Ethan Hawke is dead. And he just throws him on the roof. But then Ethan Hawke's grand move to, to catch him is to fall off the roof on his car. You're dead. <laughs> you are a dead person. There are so many movies where people literally die this way. Like. Yeah real life you're dead you're a very dead person uh cte just instantly but 360 deal with cte records oh my gosh um i just said why doesn't Zell just shoot him um i wrote down don't be throwing white people through my windows homie like (laughs) like, i don't don't know what kind of shit you got going on but like who's gonna fix this goddamn window can you imagine throwing people through Imagine you're just sitting watching Indian Matchmaker at night and then Ethan Hawke comes slamming through your window. Like, Whoa, what? <laughs> what is going on? Oh, damn it, Alonzo. Not again. It's the third time this week. <laughs> All the property values around there are so low because Alonzo just keeps throwing people through various doors and windows. Last week, it was Tobey Maguire. This week, it was Bruce Willis. <laughs> Who's it going to be next week, man? Bruce Willis was supposed to be Alonzo. Sorry. What? Uh, was like, he really? He was approached about it, but ended up not doing it. Thank God it was not Bruce Willis half-assing his way through this movie. <laughs> um, it is interesting that they gave the Oscar to a bad guy, but, I mean, they did it in The Godfather and stuff, too, so it's not, like, a new thing, but it is sort of interesting that uh-huh. this is the one for Denzel. And I mean, he'd already won as a supporting actor, I think. So, but this is the yeah, one this leading was, role for Denzel where they're like, yeah. This was the first, yeah, because this was the first time a black actor had two Oscars when he won this one. So he had one before. Um, for Best Supporting Actor in Glory, 1990. Shout out. The Glory Tier. Single Tier. The Single Glory Tier. Um, <laughs> that's just a hell of a plan. I, I did write that as a hell of a plan just to jump on the car. Uh, what else you Jake is too real for his own good. Yeah. Um, but the desperation, you know, and he beats the brakes off of Denzel whenever he, like, how do you have enough left to get in there? And like, he put Jake through three windows and he still has enough to beat the brakes off of Denzel. But Denzel is done after like one car crash. <laughs> what kind of, I guess Denzel wasn't built for this. Just, he's had a lot of wear and tear committing various crimes. Yeah. Um, he's got five sons. That man is tired. Tired. <laughs> um, let's see. The final it's five minutes. fun when the rabbit has the gun, is it? Yeah. Great line. Great line. Uh, it, it, the final five minutes of this movie did, like, for as much as people don't like, it won him the Oscar. I choose to believe that. Yeah, the... 
after Jake drop, like walks away or whatever, and he's just kind of left it with the rest of the neighborhood. Like that's that's the scene. That's the mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you know what that smells like? Pine oil. You're gonna be going to pine oil heaven. And he's just, ah, you shot me in the ass. <laughs> uh is is incredible um the i'm gonna get that gun and i'm gonna get my money it like it's still confidence to the end but then you just got terry cruz just big for no reason standing in the background big for no reason just big and useless <laughs> um of course y'all will be playing basketball in pelican bay I wrote down all this could have been avoided if you would have just gone and taken the Russians their money instead of going home to fuck real quick. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to do this. Nope. You could have just gone and taken the money, man. But even men does. Just one last time, man. <laughs> one for the road, just in case. <laughs> just in case, man. There's an R&B song about that, that entire concept. <laughs> one um, of a day. Let's see, you know, King Kong 8 got shit on me. I think that was improvised. It was. It, it, and, you know, it starts at the beginning of, the Jake, of Jake's day. Of course, it ends at the end of Jake's day, but it also ends at the end of Alonzo's day. So it, it is sort of an interesting – if they would have cut it after Alonzo's thing, I think that would have been sort of more poignant after he got needlessly – like. <laughs> Just too Lit much. Up. Too much. I'll say it. I'll say it. One, it? Too, one too many. <laughs> one too many. One he too got, many. He got uh, Sonny from Godfather <laughs> out there just nonstop. I was going to say he got Delroy Lindo from Five Blood. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh. Dude, um, like, I love, I love how it's like, of course, it's like, I don't know if this would actually happen, but they're shooting him so many times. He's doing the the over exaggerated flailing, like he's having like, you know, like, <laughs> just a, uh, like he's doing like that. And his arms are going like, uh, and it's just, it's just like, I don't know if that would happen, but it's funny. It's hilarious, and he earned it. He really did. He earned every single one of those bullets throughout this movie. <laughs> oh man. I'm still winning. I don't like being it's a hell of a day. Come on. What a motherfucking day. There we go. <laughs> I'm still winning. I can't lose. Can't lose. Yeah. Classic man. movie, man. <laughs> Hour 13. Y'all have any more notes? Caitlin oh. calls it boring. Right. Gave it a D. I can't believe that. Like, how are you bored? <laughs> It's a fuck movie. I don't know. There's so much happening. But yeah, man, it's just so fucking good. Denzel earned that Oscar. I don't even know who he was up against. It doesn't matter. They they couldn't have competed. Uh, I don't even know. Can we – hold on. Let me, let me uh, look. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Let us know. But yeah, it it is the – the Denzel performance, I feel like that, like I was saying earlier, like the one that everybody copies, the one that everybody knows, like maybe have any been better. It's tough. I, I know cause he's transitioned into this interesting part of his career where he's doing the old guy action star thing uh-huh. on top of this, but you know, I don't know. Uh, he, uh, he, Russell Crowe for beautiful mind. 
which ended up winning Best Picture. Uh, Sean Penn for I Am Sam, Will Smith for Ollie, and Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom. That's a I've pretty never stacked... never heard of In the Bedroom. That is a pretty stacked list for him to win against. It, uh, you know, it. I think when you go back, like, history remembers this better. Like, I think, I think... Oh, like 100%. Give it, I think if you didn't give it to Denzel, you'd be like, Denzel didn't win for training day? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I mean, for it to go to Russell Crowe for Beautiful Mind would have made sense because it won Best Director, Best Picture. Uh, Jennifer Conley won for it. So, like, it would have gone down as a sweep, but a forgettable sweep because that movie does not hold up at all. So, yeah, I don't know. Any more notes? I, I still can't believe that Caitlin gave this a D. We'll discuss this off pod, and I'm probably on the next pod because how dare she? How yeah, dare what she? the hell, man? <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, she has that right, but a D? A, a, a D. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's I'm going to read this newspaper. Yeah. Entertain Tell me, me a story. Tell me a story. Um, let's see. All right. I don't have any more notes. We are doing a cop movie draft this should be interesting um because do we want to add another a fifth because we lost caitlin sure i'm down a fifth rounder we'll do a fifth rounder uh so oh, wait the, no it's not good for it's not good for the twits what it's not good for the twits yeah it's we not all, good we, for the content but fuck it we'll do good. it anyway we'll do it we'll, we'll do, do five fifth. we'll do five we'll just post the top four we'll just do four pictures yeah and here it comes. Okay, so Dex, Jake, Royden. We'll do it that way. Dex, go ahead. Your top cop film, cop movie. Yeah, I mean, I really have no idea, like, how loose we're going to get with the definitions oh, of cop. Oh, it might get loose. Movie. He's getting so, yeah. he's starting out strong. I'm really not, though. I'm going weak. Like, weak and safe for the number one overall pick. I'm mm-hmm. just going to go 21 Jump Street because I love Damn that movie it. and it's very safely about cops. <laughs> Shit! Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that, a bold that's first pick, but yeah, oh, that was on my list. man. That was on my list. I thought I was yeah. going to sneak that one by y'all. No, you absolutely were not. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was, that was like a second rounder. Yeah. Going to the first is a stretch, but that's it's, strong. Man. What a- I'm taking it first overall just to be safe because I know it's safely a cop movie, and then I'll see like mm-hmm. what we're mm-hmm. playing with after y'all get a couple draft picks in. Um, you know, see where we're at with the definition of cop, and then build Man. from there. But yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. That movie holds up. Twenty Two is meh, but Twenty One, like I watched on FX like two weeks ago because it was on. Still so good. Easily, so good. easily one of the funniest comedies of the decade. Easily. For sure. I found the. Uh, the like two disc collection or whatever at like the Walmart bargain bin back in the day. So I have it on DVD and I watch it pretty often. That movie is still hilarious. So the, good. Well, I mean, it's every time. I think I, I think that might be the hardest I think I've ever laughed in a theater. I mean, it yeah, has to I be. Think. I think it really might be. Um, all right. Did not expect that out of Channing Tatum. <laughs> no one did. That's why it worked. That's why, because, oh, that's right, because we get. It's 21 Jump Street for Jonah Hill. 
and then we get his brief appearance as the this is it this is the end well yeah we get this is the end we get his brief appearance in in Django and chain where it's all comedy rose and then wolf of wall street Oh, you're talking about Jonah oh, Hill. Right. I thought you were talking yeah. about. I thought you were talking about Channing Tatum as the gimp, no, no, no. and this is the end. <laughs> no, no, Jonah Hill to go from like three pretty strong comedy roles straight into Wolf of Wall Street. An incredible turn. He also Channing did Money Ball to go as from well. A million Step Up movies to Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> incredible. Hey, he had Magic Mike somewhere in there. True. Fuck you, science. Uh, <laughs> still an incredible line uh jake, jake your pick go ahead is that brie larson's first film no first one i saw her in yeah but it's not our first film uh i'm going with i this might be the ultimate safe pick it might not be but i'm going with the closest film i can relate training day to and that's seven okay yeah yeah Oh, okay. so That's good. good. I scream, what's in the box? I scream what's in the box once a day, at least. What's, what's in the, the box? box? And, you know, Kevin Spacey is a bad guy, so that worked out in the end. Oh, who would have seen that coming? Yeah, no. David Fincher? <laughs> I mean, we got Morgan Freeman basically being... Oh, I don't, I don't want to say that. That's another cop movie. So I don't think that's going to come up. Uh, but he's, you know... Last day on the job. He's just one more day from retirement. He's over this shit. We got Brad Pitt coming in strong. Married to Gwyneth Paltrow for some reason. So good. So good. What's in the box? Um, Each fucking murder is so brutal. The gluttony one. I can't. I can't. that's That's like once a year type movie. To really oh, go sure. to really go into where you're just like, all right, I want to feel bad tonight. It's one of those <laughs> movies that like occasionally will pop up somewhere, and I'll like sit down and be like, I think I'm gonna watch this, and then I'm like, no, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> A lot of David Fincher stuff, surprisingly, for how heavy it is, is just FX bangers. Oh yeah, it's kind of oh, weird. Yeah, um, two. Ooh, all right. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, The Departed. Easy. Duh. Duh. And I, it's so good. It's so overused. Die Hard. I gotta go. Die Hard. Oh, that was okay. on my list. That's a good one. Detective John McClane. Dude, I mean, Die Hard's more of a tower heist movie or a heist movie or what have you. But we're getting loose with it, so that's what I'm going with. The, I mean, he's a cop. It's a cop movie. He is, yeah. in fact, a police officer. A cop out of water because he's different and New York is different from LA. <laughs> um, Jake, his best ahead. friend of the movie is what's his face? Um, Hans Bubby. Hans Bubby. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, and... Cocaine without consequences. That's what that movie's about. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and make my first reach and that's going to be no country for old men explain there is a cop in that movie (laughs) there is a cop it is a crime movie i mean we're we're two guys on the run from the cartel well one guy on the run and then anton sugar hunting him down but yeah we have um what's his face is a cop that's woody harrelson 
Woody Harrelson. Um, why can't I remember his name? The cop. Technically, it is his film. Tommy Lee Jones. Thank you, Tommy Lee Jones. That was I knew his three names. He's the cop. He's he's hunting them down. He's he's trying to solve this case, and he has the title movie speech. I had a dream last night. I'm sold. <laughs> we'll let it stand for now. It's a crime movie, and it's in the most. I mean, it is a crime movie. There's there no are police that. officers trying to solve things. <laughs> I'm taking it. Okay. I believe it. <laughs> I have one that's super duper reachy, but I got to decide if I want to argue for it. I feel like I can, but I got to decide if I want to. There are no cops in Shape of Water, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to argue for that movie. That's, I've already done that reach. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with two more safe ones because I think that I can, I can get that reach later on. But I'm going to go with Fargo and Silence of the okay. Lambs. Oh, Silence of the Lambs is a great pick. Mm. Oh, I love that movie so you know, much. I saw, like, I had to look up a couple lists just to remind myself, and I was like, I guess Fargo is sort of like, it's all based around Francis McDermott as the cop, yeah. but it is, you know, I don't know. It's a cop movie. It's, it's a cop it's movie. Hilarious. And I say, you got Arby's all over me, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I got to rewatch Fargo, man, and the TV series. I still haven't seen the TV series. Shout out to the Baylor person who works on that. I forget who they are. Um, did not respond to my chat to come on our podcast. Uh, 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 Allison Tolman. Shout out. There come on the, pod. <laughs> come you on, won't. on the pod. You won't do it. <laughs> he won't. Probably not. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Your show on ABC or Fox or whatever was canceled after like four episodes. Yeah, well, it's what you deserve for not coming on the pod. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Just kidding. If you come on the pot, then I'm kidding. If you're we'll, not, then I'm we'll not retract kidding. said statement. <laughs> Jake, you're up. All right. This is actually a cop film, and I'm I'm so happy I'm taking it, even though I don't think it was on anybody else's list. But I'm taking Face Off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. I'll let Excellent. that stand. I'll <laughs> yeah. let that stand. It is a cop movie because technically John Travolta slash, I mean, they're all cops, but John Travolta slash Nicolas Cage is a cop. One of the strangest intros to a movie ever. Face off. So good. Uh, (laughs) Face off. Dear Lord. Really high ratings for that. Like a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) It's a a bad, perfect movie. We got the Mexican standoff with the white doves in a church. There's a <laughs> boat chase. Explosions all over the place. Um, okay, so cop movie. So you got two. I'm gonna go with one that is. I don't know. All right, one that is probably the definitive cop movie outside of the French Connection. I'm not taking the French Connection, but it's probably the definitive cop movie. Outside of that, it is Blue Lives Matter porn. <laughs> but that being said, then Blue Lives, the documentary. It, it is a good no. It is a good movie <laughs> because of the performances. End of watch. 
uh, is yeah. literally okay. just about police officers in LA. Another David Ayer film. Mm-hmm. That movie's really good. I don't care what anybody. It's it's very good and also super underrated. Uh, but um, maybe a little problematic now. But whatever. Uh, Extremely. Yeah. But it is a good. Apparently, movie. his latest movie stinks. By the way, the one with Shia LaBeouf, the tax collector. Oh man! Apparently, I mean, it's did, absolutely trashed. That's he nice. did Suicide Squad. His redemption is not coming. Mm. <laughs> and then I want to take this one for the graphic because I think I can get some other picks here at the end. You only got one after this. I know. I think I can get the pick I want. Rush Hour. Ooh. Oh. That's yeah. that's a good one. You take the Rush. first one or Rush Hour Two. <laughs> Uh, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Not three. I don't. Eh. <laughs> I think three was the first. It wasn't rated R, but it. I remember three was one of the first movies I ever saw, like with a friend when I was in like middle school or something. Whenever that came out, and I was like, "Ooh, this is a bad movie. I shouldn't see this." <laughs> one of the. Oh man, Rush Hour Two. Still peak TNT comedy. Are you actually taking Rush Hour Two? No, it's uh, Rush Hour. Okay. I Rush Hour 3 came out when I was 17. I don't know what I'm thinking about them. Yeah, you're not that old. You're old. You're not that old. <laughs> Rush Hour 2 came... It might have been Rush Hour 2 because that came out in 2001. Same, same uh, year as Training Day. <laughs> <laughs> what a back-to-back. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad I got this. It's in the fucking title for what we're drafting. I'm taking Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Yeah. Eddie Murphy at the pinnacle, so good. Yeah, has the it's, it's best theme song. Best it's a really song. good franchise. Da, 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 da. Oh, mm. so good. How many of those did they make? At least four. Five. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's at least four. He was nominated, I think, for a Golden Globe for that movie. It's so good. It's the pinnacle of comedy, but it's also an action film. It's the cop out of water. He's acting beyond his jurisdiction, but he's going to help his friend out. I haven't ever seen. I haven't. I haven't seen past the first one, which is unfortunate. But first one's right. Since we're doing a fifth pick, yeah, I'm not. I'm not not going to take the reach yet because I'm still on the board. But I'm going to take one that's from the heart. Zootopia. I saw that movie in theaters and I was like, you can do that? Holy shit. Oh, man. That's (laughs) That's a great pick. Because that movie is overt. (laughs) Pulls no punches when it comes to addressing racism and the police system. Oh, my God. All this other shit. And I saw it. I was like, yo. (laughs) The DMV. (laughs) The children are all right. Like... Man. And a banger song by uh Shakira. Shakira, thank you. Good lord. <laughs> like a giraffe or a gazelle or something like that. I don't know. Zootopia. That's a great pick. Incredible. <laughs> Solid. Solid fourth rounder. What's your fifth? What's the reach? I need to know. Dark Knight. 
Mm. Yeah, no, I'm allowing it. That was, I considered that. I'm allowing that. Hell yeah. Let's go. Damn it. What, what, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. It's a lot of cop film. Yeah. Batman yeah. happens to be a vigilante, but he's still a cop. A lot of detective work. Batman has big you know, cop energy. Big I mean, cop there's like, energy. There's a cop funeral in that movie. It's a cop film. Yeah, yeah. a lot of Commissioner Gordon and, you know, working Commissioner through Gordon. the legal system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll cast you out. Like a leopard. <laughs> <laughs> Is... Is it Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises where they scream no more dead cops and the whole theater cheers? The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yeah. That's 100% a cop film. That's not even a reach. That's, yeah, 100%. Hell yeah. All right, Jake. That's, a, that's another right wing porn film. <laughs> and then Dark Knight Rises is the opposite. Yeah. Uh, my final one, this one's coming from the heart because, I mean, RIP to the legend, but I'm taking the naked gun. Oh, yeah. RIP, Leslie Nielsen. I, I was raised on the movie. I mean, I was raised the on the ones with OJ, right? OJ's in all of them. He's in all of them? <laughs> yeah, he's in Naked Gun, Naked Gun in Half. Oh, no. Free. Yeah, and he's so good. Problematic. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, like, he is so good at those movies. Like, had none of this gone down and he not gone bad shit insane, like, there would have been a solid acting career in OJ's future. Because, yeah, he's Nielsen's partner. Academy Award winner OJ Simpson. <laughs> Can you imagine? Holy shit. <laughs> There's an alternate universe somewhere. Yeah, like, I think the first movie I really kind of watched was Airplane, which is not really a Leslie Nielsen film, but he's strongly in it. And so it was a natural transition to go to Naked Gun, which is so good. And then immediately turn around and watch the TV show it's based off, which is Police Files. So good. Leslie Nielsen, classically trained dramatic actor who late in his life was just like, you know what? I'm going to do slapstick comedy for the rest of my career. (laughs) (laughs) scary movie three like he's like you know like in scary movie like nails it he's so good at it r.i.p mp uh so did we go this entire time i'm gonna pick training day yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) defend yourself where are the cops yeah like (laughs) we just did an entire episode like i gotta pick training day where y'all called it a banger (laughs) Yeah, we love this movie. Not the best cop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I always feel weird taking the movie that we just talked about. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I got it with American Psycho. <laughs> um, well, there's only so many Christian Bale performances. Uh, some other films that I had written down, L.A. Confidential, um, Lethal Weapon, which... Uh, I, I had Blade Runner. I mean, okay. technically, yeah. Uh, also, I guess we're doing like No Country for Old Men, Sicario, and Hell or High Water. I had Sicario on there, but I also realized I love that movie for all the wrong reasons. I watched it like back to back two weeks ago or something, and I was like, this movie's so good, but at the same time, it's very problematic. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Um, I'm, of course, you like. We did an episode on The Fugitive. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout Another out Tommy Lee Jones. Shout out. He looks the same age in that movie as he does in <laughs> No Country for Old Men. Um what else I, I mean the French connection, so like people who Obviously. are listening to this don't get mad at us. Donnie Brasco. Ooh ah. Uh I did I knew nobody was gonna take Serpico, it. Serpico, I guess, if we're gonna go that way. Yeah. I knew nobody was gonna take it, but uh Lethal Weapon. I just said Lethal Weapon. Did you? Yeah. I was not listening. <laughs> Whatever, dude. All the bad boys movies. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, bad oh bad boys too, so good. Oh, bad boys would have been good. Um Witness. I haven't seen Bad Boys Three. I don't care. I liked it. Really? It was cool. Bad boys. Yeah, it was fun to, fun to watch in the theater or whatever. It was one of, the few ones that, one of the few <laughs> ones that came out before shutdown. Yeah, Oscar winner, Will Smith. Oscar winner, Will Smith. Oscar winner. Oh, my God. Uh, Witness. You get to watch Harrison Ford get it on with Kelly McGill's, who you know from the Top Gun fame. Great movie, actually. Black Klansman. Black Klansman, yeah. Uh, Not a good movie, but the original Mad Max, he is a cop. It's crazy the divergence of the Mad Max series. Oh, the first Mad Max is like a happy field. Like there's grass everywhere. Like he's starting to, he's starting to like, he's a cop trying to run bads out, like ne'er do wells out of the town. And then like the last movie is literal hell on earth. Yeah. Um, the last one I had on my list, I've, I thought this was going to go, especially with you, Royden, Super Troopers. I nearly did. I nearly did it. That is a movie I quoted all through high school hey farva what's the uh what's the uh place with all the goofy shit on the walls shenanigans you mean shenanigans whoa <laughs> i was gonna say i want a large farva i want a goddamn liter of cola uh, hot fuzz hot fuzz we're just sitting here quoting cop movies but yeah anyway <laughs> um if you have any other movies that you feel like we're missing because we definitely are these are just to us Mm-hmm. what we think are the best uh please tweet at us at one take pod one more another great denzel performance american gangster uh, i considered yep, it yep, 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 i yep, felt yep. like that was more of a gangster movie instead of a but like definitely i guess it's ha- it's so so long i was watching scenes from that randomly today or what are you gonna do shoot me frank in front of everybody says the man who got shot yeah <laughs> What are you going to do? Stab me? Stab, man. <laughs> <laughs> Says the man who was stabbed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, having any- Smashing the guy's head in the piano. Holy shit. At a party in front of everyone. And then making them clean. <laughs> and Dab a $1,000 alpaca. You blocked that shit. <laughs> you blocked that. Don't rub it in. Um, all right, so. You can follow us and tweet at us if you don't like our picks. We don't really care, but we like to hear from you um, because we care about you. Not what you have to say. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us at the One Take Pod. That is the number one take pod on Twitter as well as Instagram. You can download our previous episode on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts as well as One Take Podcast Simplecast.com. It's One Take Pod. Simplecast.com. 
that was a bonus episode we did. Uh, if you want some hot Emmy noms, go look at that. Our girl Reese with Rob. her spoon. Robbed. Reese with her fork. Robbed. Um, <laughs> boo. Anyway, you can follow us at all that. One Take Pod, mostly on everything, including Reddit. You can follow us. Please. Um, I see a lot. Of stuff yeah, I need to do stuff. Shout out to like the one person that might have shown up there. Also, uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can get this pretty soon. Uh, pretty soon after you can get this and just play it on your desktop if you want to see us laughing at each other. Um, you can do that. Uh, it is One Take Pod on YouTube as well. Um, this will be up along with another one of our episodes about the Emmy nominations, hopefully relatively soon. But yeah, you can find us all there uh please if you are listening i've seen that uh we do have a lot of new listeners uh we appreciate you finding us and listening to us i don't know how you got here but thank you for being here um download rate and subscribe that helps us a lot subscribe really does help us but what really does help us and what will push us up a little bit further uh and get us in other algorithms is if you rate us five stars and also leave a review on itunes and if you follow us on spotify as well so please do that Dex, hit him with a hashtag. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Hashtag don't do crimes. Hashtag get well, Caitlin. Hashtag we'll see you next week. Um, next week, are we doing, what are we doing? Do we have anything? Holes? We were talking holes. Talking holes. That's too damn bad. <laughs> God, we're, it's so good. We're, gonna, we're doing the banger, the classic, the Shia LaBeouf heater <laughs> remember the uh, titans fixed racism training day broke it and then holes came back and fixed fix it again oh yeah <laughs> criminal Next justice year. reformed <laughs> figured it out it's not what you know it's what you can prove shia all right so do you want to go to jail or do you want to go home oh. shia yeah. Or do you want to dig, dig holes? holes. <laughs> six feet wide, six feet deep. Oh, man. Dig it out. Oh, oh, oh. Dig it. Dig it out. Oh, oh. Close to that, my friend. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing. We're out. We out. I invented sweat. Popping bottles, putting supermodels in a cat. Proof. I guess I got my swagger back. Truth, new watch alert, new blows, or the big face rolly, I got two of those. Arm out the window through the city, I maneuver slow. Cut back, snap back, see my cut through the holes. Damn, easy and hoes, where the hell you been?